0: So hi, welcome to the Good Noise podcast with Happy. We're gonna ask some questions today about the new album "Imposter Syndrome," and they're gonna be eating hot food throughout the entire interview because we asked them to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start. So uh, congrats on that album, by the way, guys. Uh, how do you feel about the response to the single so far? Since not out at the time of recording. Oh,
1: Gosh, I think the response to "Liar, Liar" has been mind blowing. Honestly, yeah. like right, I'm gonna eat the first hot. Sauce. Oh God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this isn't just basic Texas Pete, yeehaw. Texas
1: Pete, yeehaw. Uh, uh,
3: liar, liar has been our biggest single in the history of Happy.
1: So, goddamn, wow, which is really cool. Just because, like, especially with Don't Overdose and Drive having like over a million streams, like it's weird to be a band with that success on like a song from your first release. Because it's like, wow, the pressure is on for your second, you know, release. So for Liar, Liar to be streaming like at the same rate as that song is just crazy like i'm really glad people like the new stuff <laughs> yeah and especially
0: yeah. in like a shorter time period too like time time yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> congrats on that that's that's crazy oh my god okay uh so what is your writing process and how do you think it's changed since your first release Cold classic
3: it's a good one um We're actually writing right now, and this is the first time we've had, like, softwares and MacBooks and interfaces, and so, like, now we write (laughs) by, like, demoing things instead of just going to the studio with songs, like, and then changing it up at the studio, but now we're, like, this is intro, this is verse, and we literally rewrite the entire song so many times, so.
1: Yeah, like, up until this point, we haven't had equipment to be able to, like, create the song before, like Sean said before, it's, like, the final version of it, so now we have all that fancy electronic equipment it's yeah. all like right here in front of us yeah. which is funny we're looking at it you can't see it but yeah we can, we can like make songs and know what they sound like before it's like time to go yeah, into the studio so oh, that's, no. cool. that's right, crazy that's crazy i'm gonna
2: take a picture of the setup this one's like no uh-uh. i don't like this one this oh, like
1: God. This.
2: it's cholula i give it a four out of ten on the hot scale
1: four okay okay so is, oh, john, my-
0: is john the one that here that can take the heat yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know if you can see this, but this is
2: what oh, the computer is doing right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Okay. I see. It's
1: like a, it's a conception. Yeah. Well, this one's like has like a sweet taste to yeah. it. It's kind of oh. weird. Oh.
2: I love okay. it. So Texas Pete was also a two out of ten. On the scale. <laughs> Texas
1: Pete is zero. Okay. Awesome. Yeah.
2: okay. All right.
4: Sorry. All right. Guys. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Wait. What's the hottest one you got? Like, did huh? you get like a habanero? or yeah. like ghost pepper yeah.
1: yes both we're going up the line oh there. my god
3: it's right. a radioactive iguana what does it say oh
1: it says um we've got atomic pepper sauce jesus radioactive atomic
2: i've got I, that one in my fridge
1: this they're, one's... Not they're not ready <laughs> this is hot oh,
0: john's god. like i drink a shot of that before i go to bed so, um, easy
2: you know, a baby um my parents used to give me like like i would drink texas Pete out of the bottle Huh? As a, as, as a baby. As they, a baby. They, they took a picture of it and sent it to Texas Pete. They sent him a bunch of like products. They think so. Yes, I was on Texas Pete's PR. Okay, <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Before <laughs> Happy's first sponsorship was John with Texas Pete's. Oh now oh my we God. know that. Oh <laughs> God. God.
5: I love that's,
0: that. No, that's, so cool. <laughs> that's so. That's so. Image. <laughs> yeah. Trying to stay on the record here. um Where was your headspace while writing this record?
1: or headspace while writing this record. I think that, I, I don't know, like with the, with this album, with, with Cold Classic, I guess, the whole record was really upbeat and like happy and all the songs are kind of like about fun stuff. And this record is not that, <laughs> um, yeah. which is kind of cool. I mean, the songs, I think that when you listen to them, like on first listen, they do sound upbeat, like they're written in major you know, scales and stuff like that. But I think that the subject matter of this record is a lot more, um, dark, so I'm interested to see what people will, will think about that. What do you think, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> John? The many the man of so many words over there.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, it's hard to say just like a generic headspace because we've been writing these songs for over two years now. Now That's we're getting, yeah, I'd say now we're getting to a headspace, you know, with LP3. Jesus, weird not even talk about that, right? two. Yeah. I mean, we've I mean, we've had song. We've had these songs for two or three years now, and are writing over the span of two years. So, what do you think, John?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I mean, the headspace was so spread out. Sean's right. Over the course of writing this one, it's two, two, but now I, I feel like I mean, it's crazy trying to write the third album when the second album's not even out. But <laughs> that's
1: true. Yeah, I think I just, that there was more inspiration for this record at least for me i know just because with the first album a lot of those songs were written like when i was in in high school and stuff and before i had toured before we had been around the country before we had you know had what we'd call fans and stuff you know so writing this record we had been around the country and we had been through all of the things that bands go through in the first couple of years of their career and i think that a lot of that had an effect on you know there's a joke that every band on the planet writes their second record about touring but it's it's because it is a completely different lifestyle to like jump into than before you do that sort of thing i think that had a lot to do with these songs as Mm -hmm. well
2: and the third one's going to be about making sure to eat your fruits and vegetables (laughs) (laughs)
0: so we're going the wiggles route here on lp3
4: Wait, I have to ask, what songs off of your second album, you know, Imposter Syndrome, were supposed to be on Cult Classic or you wrote around that time that didn't make the cut?
1: Um, Well, I wrote Liar Liar in Nashville at the Airbnb, like, when we were recording Cult Classic, so that's kind of weird. Like, the song was not finished yet or ready yet, but it was definitely during that, like, time period. Cult mm-hmm. Boy was written when we toured with Eight, I think. That was a long time yeah. ago.
2: June <laughs> Gloom is a really
3: Oh yeah, that song out.
1: that was like almost before Cold Classic. It just didn't yeah. Was so old I think too. you'll be able to tell like which songs are older and which songs yeah. are newer. Just... Yeah. Cause then like we have a song on the record called Hookie and I think that we finished the chorus for that one like a week before we left for the studio. Yeah. So like that <laughs> was really new. That's you know, so, like well, yeah. our favorite
3: one too. Yeah.
1: So but that's what's weird about like with a record like rollout, like people don't I don't think they really like consumers like understand that by the time that you guys hear a record that has been finished and written for a year or so you know what i mean yeah. so like like they were talking about we're writing our next record right now which is and our this one hasn't even come out yet so. yeah but by the time y'all hear that we'll be talking about what headspace <laughs> we're in right now you know yeah, so yeah. it's just mm-hmm. it's super weird how like the behind the scenes of it takes a whole lot longer than what you would like expect i guess but yeah. I think going forward in the future that we would like to put out music at a faster pace. Like the whole like two year album cycle thing is kind yeah, of a drag, really at least is. to me. I, like would, I would rather just like drop some singles throughout the year, frequently, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I Maybe that will be what's next for us. <laughs> I we're already talking about like. <laughs> like anyway, what's next? Okay. <laughs> this release hasn't it's even happened a yet. it pandemic guys. We've had a lot right. of time to sit around and think about what we want to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's completely valid. <laughs>
2: yeah. so. Update yucatan sunshine habanero oh we're, mm. we're stepping it up okay. i think that's that's a, a five and a half out of 10 on the five hotness and just,
1: Five and a half. a cracker i'm just gonna go straight straight on the oh right. pipe this it's time yeah, it's crack. good okay oh. this,
2: this one tastes this is the best tasting one so far
1: i right, hope okay. sure. oh, oh, no. like oh, this dot. is a hard question for this hard <laughs> no no oh. pressure for you guys i'm just
4: kidding <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna ask what band or artist influence do you think you could hear on imposter syndrome Mm.
1: When if listen, any when I listen to Liar Liar I feel like I can tell that I was absolutely jamming Heart Attack Man's first record yeah I, like I, I feel a lot not and it's funny because like now like Fake Blood is really great but like I said we wrote that song a while back and that was when like they had just done that split with McCafferty and like they did The mm-hmm. Man Family which is a long time ago but that's kind of what I was listening to then at least with that song
2: I don't know what I could relate this album to what did um that the one email say from the person at. Um, <laughs> what did someone else say? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was a good one. I agreed with. Was it the
1: starting line? Somebody said it sounded like a starting line.
2: No, somebody said. <laughs> from, from, <laughs> oh, no. from. Oh Company, big picture.
1: Okay. She said it was sounded like. Oh, Reliant Cave. Mm. That's, oh, that's. that was a cool
3: classic. I could see it was Reliant K. But this record, I really don't know.
2: I, I put a little bit of Roswell Kid into some of yeah, my parts. I love
3: Roswell Kidd. Maybe like Joyce Manor. Ooh. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I was thinking about this the other day. And I think I tweeted about it. This record to me is not a pop punk record, like yeah. at all. Like when I think when I think pop punk that I grew up on, I think like you know like Neon Pop Punk, like Made It, and All Time Low, and that sort of thing. And then like today pop punk is more so like neck deep, like knuckle puck, like that sort of thing. And I don't think we sound like that at all. So it's funny when people are like, oh, how you know, you wrote a pop punk record and I feel like it's more like, alt rock, I guess. Yeah. I, you know, I, mm-hmm. Especially the rest of the songs, like maybe sick is a new saying and a cure for wellness. were kind of closer to cult classic, I think than what people will hear when they hear the rest of it. Um, it gets a lot more indie, I think, than, than pop. I, guess. I don't know. I, I'm looking at you because you're better with, like, (laughs) genre words like that. Uh, Uh. (laughs) I guess if, like, you know, when I see headlines that are, like, you know, Happy's new pop punk whatever, I'm, like, if people are expecting to hear a neck deep, like, sounding song, they're not going to get that. You know what I mean? So it's it's weird to try to put out. Like, I don't know, like, the genre is
3: microwave, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like
1: we're closer to that. Oh, microwave. Emo. Microwave. <laughs> <Emo>. <laughs>
3: microwave. For the answer, I would
2: say microwave. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yet. Microwave is... If you
1: guys no, have listened to microwave. No, that's what we to told Mark we she- wanted to sound like. <laughs> that's true. We were like, listen to stove Stovall. That's what we want. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so this guy gets a 7 out of 10.
4: Oh, this one's
2: a 7 hot. out of 10. Okay. <clears> the <throat> taste really sticks <laughs> in your throat a little bit. Um, oh. More of, like, a pasty consistency to it. So, oh. like... The way it spreads throughout the palate is just like really intense, but it's Shut got up. a really blossoming flavor
0: to it. I, I, I didn't know we were getting a food no, review alongside they, the no, interview. No, no, I
1: can't remember what they're called. It's not Chopped. It's the other TV show where they do the...
0: Um, oh. <laughs> you gotta eat it. You gotta eat it. You gotta eat it. Yeah, you gotta eat it You gotta, eat it, you gotta <laughs> eat it. Oh my God. You gotta eat it. Uh, uh, bon appetit. Just That's what I'm trying sure to think of. Eat um, it. Die. Come no, on. Eat it. You gotta eat it. Come on, come on. Or airplane it to Sean. Right. Airplane <laughs> it.
4: Oh, yes! Oh. Oh, yes.
5: Dude, that is so much fun. You're going to start
1: your eyes.
5: Like.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a polite way to cry. Uh, wait, hold on. Okay, <laughs> okay yeah, for real. All right, all right, all right.
0: Yeah, I saw John got a lot over there on his first one, too. He was like, holy shit, I saw that.
2: Uh, I forgot to warn them that it comes out fast.
0: Yeah, as you should. Well, now they know. Yeah forgot um, so what made you guys choose the album name and then is there any meaning behind the cover art
5: yes <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. and that's where that's we leave so it that's so cool moving <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: <Those are> on <laughs> okay oh, this is good holy shit <laughs> 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 i just said a swear word on your podcast you you're good it's okay you're, you're fine okay so there's is a phone? story with imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. we had like a list oh my god i feel like i watch hot ones and like i get it now yeah you get it you get it Uh uh-huh uh-huh okay so we had like a list of a bunch of names right now and none of them were really like exactly i don't know i'm having such a hard time breathing (laughs) okay anyway fast forward let's for this i'm gonna have to tell the story shorter because i can't talk that much i was in the car with my fiance and I was having just like a total breakdown about people not like just like being nervous about a second release, you know, because mm-hmm. you, you draw in fans on your first release and they really like your first release. And then it's or the ones that do, you know, and then it's like, okay, well, what if they hate our second record? Like that's scary, you know, mm-hmm. just to be totally honest. And I was totally having like a moment about that. I was like, what if people don't like it? And she said to me, you're experiencing imposter syndrome. And I was like, wait a minute, there's like a word for that. Like that, (laughs) I was like, cause that's kind of what this whole record is about. (laughs) Like, so, and then it just kind of, I think I I texted it to you guys and John. It was immediately like, I feel that all the time. Like that really feels like, you know, I I can't remember exactly. So I'll use your words, but you know, we just, we felt like it was a good representation of kind of the record as, as a whole. And, um, as far as the album art, um, I was just looking at photographers like work on the internet for like months and months and months trying to find something and I came across this guy his name is Dylan, and it, that piece of art was from his like portfolio in college it was just like this little like he did a couple of like surrealist things and I just felt like it really um represented like the idea of feeling like an impostor you know it's like a person but they don't have a face um you can just see their hands and they're kind of like hung up in the closet um. Which is almost kind of a nod to that line in that movement song, uh, "Outgrown things," is that what it's called? Yeah, like hanging me in the closet. Yeah. With Anyways, the rest I just. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of weird when you're trying to find album art because it's like trying to find an image that represents ten songs is like the hardest thing in the world. And I had you know I had hundreds of images saved into my phone, and when I scrolled past that one, I knew immediately that that was like what. At least
0: I thought it should be, and I'm glad that they've done it, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, my yeah. mouth is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> same only more. halfway through the questions, too.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, buckle <laughs> up. Um, okay, so, we got the chance to listen to the album. I just want to say before, it's super good. You guys are amazing. Anyways. thing? Uh, uh, okay. hmm?
1: You've heard the whole thing? Yeah. The entire thing. Oh um, wow. I didn't yeah, it's that so that. good. Like, awesome. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um the the last track, Black Picket Fence or Fences, so it's like the cutest song ever, right? But then <laughs> at the end it like punches you in the face. What is that little the little like guitar shredding and the drums? What what is that? Is that leading into like the third album? Is that like making it loop back? It, what does it mean?
1: <laughs> um my inspiration behind that was the song Terrible Things by Mayday Parade. Mm-hmm. You listen to the song and the whole time it's very reserved and like right at the moment where you like as a listener you feel the most there's a silence and then it kind of comes in and yeah. just like as a listener for me when I heard that you know 10 years ago or whatever and there's plenty of songs that do that sort of thing but Every time I listen to it it's kind of like you're already in such a vulnerable emotional state and then for it to become full band it almost just like like you said like it punches you so I'm glad you said that because that was definitely what we were going for there but as far as it being the closer to the album I think that the goal with and and John is really great about tracklist we kind of sat down and really put the songs in the order that we thought they should be in and with that ending the record you kind of almost forget where the record began like sick as the new sane is almost the opposite of that so we were mm-hmm. trying to encourage people to maybe listen over like start the record over so okay. that that's pretty, pretty about we yeah
2: that the way it ends is like so different from like the beginning couple songs but also like for me it sounds a lot like losing fight by movements yeah. kind of this the same thing where it just like goes in and then <laughs> <down>. <laughs> Yeah, I can't either. talk. My mouth is on fire. <laughs> so
0: I'm gonna make you talk some more. Uh, I want to <laughs> ask about the tracklist order. Then how had that come about? How'd you pick the ordering for the ten songs?
2: We actually came up with a separate tracklist order, and it was actually really, really similar mm-hmm. when we presented them to each other. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think and we just, all three made our own list. We listened to the songs on the way home from Chicago when we were recording. We listened to them in the orders we thought they should be in. And we thought, like, a few of the songs sounded better in certain places to, like, kind of add in certain emotions that were lacking in some of the songs so that it felt like you didn't get stuck in one, like, emotional rut, I guess, Mm -hmm. like, kind of kept it consistent throughout, and I think that's what helped us pick the order. Yeah, like I, I think a record,
1: at least for me as a listener, I really enjoy when a record kind of feels like a roller coaster in a way, like there are ups and downs throughout the record and you don't have like a long period where it feels down or up or vice versa. Um, so I think like, for example, Hooky has like a really slow beginning and throwing that right after two really fast songs kind of gives you a break, but then Liar Liar's next which is one of the heaviest songs on the record. So we kind of wanted it's like flow like this, like almost like you're breathing kind of, you know, you breathe in and then you breathe out and the song should kind of feel that way. Um, I think that the only difference between like your list and our list was Liar Liar and April were switched. And we had it like that for a while. The Liar Liar, I feel like needed to be earlier in the the record.
2: And once we recorded it, and like heard the songs like almost finished product like that definitely became reality just because in in our heads like it sounded better one way but mm-hmm. then when you hear the finished product you're like oh yeah that one needs to be up there
1: yeah yeah, yeah. all right so they're not just randomly thrown together
4: they're <laughs> right, just, like, yeah yeah okay <laughs> didn't click like shuffle yeah
1: yeah because like June Gloom is probably like the quickest I mean it absolutely is the fastest song on, on the record but then John wrote this really beautiful like um interlude that's kind of like a hidden track in between June Gloom and the acoustic song and so it kind of like brings you back down to that place because it felt really like stark ending like from June Gloom being this really crazy punk song straight into an acoustic song Mm -hmm. so how can we kind of flow this back down so that's why John added the cool little Soft. and yeah when it, when you look at the like file masters okay. of our song that's like separate and it just like our producer called it John soft touch so we had to look at that <laughs> in the files and oh like god. the guy that mastered our record was like hey quick question what, what do you john want me to do courage? with john soft wonder, touch you're like <laughs> you're like sorry that's a that's an interlude like it's not really a song please don't put it in the track like that oh my god it been label,
2: soundtrack. label emailed us too.
3: Oh
1: like, yeah! Like,
2: what <laughs> is John's <Soft laughs> touch Did we pay for this? Yeah, they were like,
1: we paid for ten songs. What is this eleventh song? <laughs> we we're like, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: would have been that, so like... much better though if you didn't attach it to a song and then just left it on the tracklist as John's soft John touch. John's
4: soft touch. Exactly. And perfect. Yeah. For the 10-year, like, anniversary of the album, you should add that as a bonus track. I don't
1: have the energy to explain that (laughs) every time. (laughs) What the hell is that? Oh, man. That's funny. Um,
0: So what song took the longest to write off the record? I know you took, it was over the course of two years. And then what is your personal favorite off the record?
3: Hmm. Cure took the longest to write. (laughs) Yeah, Cure changed a couple of times. That's true. We got to the studio and we completely changed. I mean,
1: the end of it, yeah. The end of it. Because when yeah. you listen to Cure, the very last chorus, um, the, the first two choruses are in halftime. And then in the last chorus, it's not halftime. <laughs> it's like four to the floor, like the whole, yeah. the whole time through. And that was our producer's idea, actually. We had originally had it to where the last chorus like kind of dropped out and it slowed down. But we had, we had done that with a couple of other songs. And that's what's so great about working with the producer, because like as a band writing you kind of make these decisions that you don't realize are somewhat repetitive throughout different songs on an album. And so the producer was like, you kind of already do this in one or two songs. Like, what if we went like full blast here instead, which is something we had not done yet. So that was really that was really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting to watch a song kind of develop from like stage one to when when you guys hear it. There's a lot of a lot of process that goes on behind the scenes. My favorite song is Hokey. (laughs) <laughs> okay, hell yeah. whats short it's, I
3: don't know. It's between Hookie and Cure. <laughs> I don't um, even know. Every time I listen to probably, record, I a different favorite. I'd probably go with Hookie though. I'd say that's my favorite. <laughs> I
1: think.
3: Like live like that's the thing. Like listening to it's fun and then playing it's fun. Oh, yeah, like I mean, it's gotta
1: be both. Hookie is fun to this play. Fun I'm excited to play yeah. that one. Um I don't know. Background noise is one of my favorites on the record, actually. And then not to be lame, with the acoustic song <laughs> its like, <laughs> that's fair. soaked on that song. Uh, can we know? Shit, I don't know. Yeah. Liar Liar is so fun to play too. Like just it's like the, the chorus goes, like the crowd always has, see, that's the thing is we've been like, not, I wouldn't say necessarily like secretly, but we've been playing that song for a while just because we, we wrote it and it wasn't tracked or anything. But when we would play live sets and we would have extra time, that was always the song that we wanted to play and it actually got to the point where we played it enough in like our local areas that people knew the words to it like we would start it and people would sing it we were like holy shit like we haven't even released this and people are singing it so we were actually a little worried that when we dropped it as a single some people wouldn't be as excited because our fans in our like hometown have already heard it but for the response to kind of be the opposite of that because there was kind of this like balance between like people who had already heard it, they were talking about how excited they were and then people who hadn't heard it yet were stoked that other people had heard it and already liked it, I guess, if that makes sense. So I don't know. I was really, really, really surprised by the response to Liar Liar. It was really awesome. Mm -hmm. So thank you to anybody listening to this for listening to that song.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Liar Liar
1: slaps so hard.
4: Um, (laughs) Anyways, uh, you guys mentioned Hooky a lot and I listened to the song and I was like, wait a second, Hooky kind of, to me, sounds like a matured version of Lucky, like the people in Lucky kind of grew up, and then it's like, I don't know, it made sense to me when I was thinking about it. Did you write it to kind of sound like that? Did you think about Lucky at all while writing it, or did Uh, it just kind of happen?
1: I mean, no, that definitely wasn't on purpose. I think that it's funny, when we wrote Hooky, like Imposter Syndrome is a whole, you know, each song is kind of about an experience about Imposter Syndrome and Hooky is one of like the positive things of that. It's like, it's about, you know, when you get home from tour and we've been talking to our girlfriends, fiance's, wives on the phone or FaceTiming for eight weeks, six weeks at a time, and you get home and there's kind of that moment of like, I would really just love to like lay in bed all day long with you, like just, and do absolutely nothing else. And the song like musically took a while to write, but the lyrics were pretty quick because it was just kind of like, what does that feel like the day home, like first day home from tour back in bed with your loved one, you know? And I think that, so it's interesting to, for you to draw that parallel. That's, that's really cool. But no, it wasn't on purpose, but that's cool. Okay. All right. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Um. So were there any songs cut from this record? And if there were, will we be seeing them on any future releases?
3: Mm-hmm. I don't oh, think nice. we have a single song. Yeah
1: written that's we're not starting out. from scratch right yeah now. Today okay was oh
2: maybe second attempt at writing lp3 songs
1: yeah okay. I, I mean <clears throat> I <don't> think. <clears throat> in between cult classic and imposter syndrome i mean i think that at least i know like in my dropbox folder i have like 50 demos written but i think that we're just kind of in a place now where all of those songs feel old to us and we just want to like we have more experience now. I think we're better songwriters, we're better musicians than we were when a lot of our like older songs were written. So even though we've got stuff in the bank, I don't think that that's kind of the music that we're trying to release right now or that we want to in the future. I think that we could write much better stuff than that, I guess, hopefully. <laughs> so that's, yeah. I yeah. think that we've just grown as musicians. So when we listen back to that stuff, it feels like Cold classic era type music. And I think that
5: mm-hmm.
1: we can just, we can do better. We can, we can do better than yeah. that. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's valid, that's
4: valid. Would you ever like release those demos? Just like do oh. nothing to them. Just like kind of put them in a Dropbox and like throw the link out there. Like, yo, go crazy.
2: We got like 400,000 retails. I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking
1: twenty thousand retweets and we'll do it like no honestly (laughs) to be totally honest with you my voice was so bad then like i've gotten i have like gotten to be a better singer over the last three years of my life thank god so i feel like i would be too embarrassed to release that stuff i don't know maybe we'll see if we're
3: famous
0: yeah yeah (laughs) i'm gonna pull an austin knight here
1: won't care that the demos sound like shit. Then yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. But, I mean, like, there becomes a certain level of fame for bands where they could literally just, like, you know, I don't know, burp into a track. And like, yes. Like, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. When we reach that level, we will give you all of our terrible demos. I don't <laughs> like, <know>.
5: Okay.
4: <laughs>
1: okay. I'm
4: now determined to try and get you guys to that level now. So.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, we. And, um, I hope they'll never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. Uh, so is there a certain feeling you guys want your listeners to have while going through the album?
1: Silent crickets. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants silence. Gosh, I don't know. I think that there is, I mean, not to be like lame, but I think there's something really like beautiful about each person having a different feeling when they listen to music. Like I think I want to encourage people to have their own journey. With these songs yeah. like of course each song has a, a meaning that we intended but I think it's really, just like you you know relating lucky to hooky that wasn't intentional but it's really cool that you know that you created that for them to be together so I think that it's I don't know it's cool when when fans and listeners create their own emotions and worlds in a song and I don't know it's kind of like you know when you're in school and you, you read a poem and it's really cool and then you do a Socratic seminar and you tear it apart and it doesn't have that feeling anymore mm-hmm. a kind of i would like our listeners to have their own um like talking in circles you know what i mean <laughs> there,
2: there are songs that are good for when you're studying or something there are songs that are good for when you going want to go out in the woods and punch the air there's songs that are good for when you're going on a nice walk or something it's, it's, it's songs for different vibes
1: yeah all that's right. why we did an acoustic song this time <laughs> yes. yes yes
0: all right um so this question should be like super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this new record in three words. Uh,
3: we all you get can't think word, about it. We all, get three words. all three words. Yeah, you all get three words.
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, we all get three, or we each get one. We all all three. Get three. You all three. Yeah. I can't think of one. I'm <laughs> yeah. All right, um, I'm gonna eat some more hot sauce while oh I do this. Right? That'll get my brain, brain moving. I'm gonna say "raw" for my first word. Mm-hmm. It, it's...
2: Uh, so it doesn't have to be a sentence with three words. It can just be three. Uh, not just three words. But... <laughs> yeah. I was, like a sentence. Like...
1: <laughs> you have to write a haiku. Go, <laughs> go. Five, seven,
3: five.
1: Go. Okay, I'm gonna say um, vulnerable. Also. That's going to be my word. I think the lyrics are more vulnerable than cult classic in a big way.
2: Um, I'm going to say groovy is
1: my first word. Okay, <laughs> we got a lot of that like, Yeah. <laughs> you can surf to every single one of our songs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> <exact. laughs>
4: like, um, oh,
1: man, Okay. Did you paint that on the wall behind you? Of cool <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah. John, did you paint that on the wall? Oh my- <laughs> John, you're so talented.
1: <laughs> He's
0: got that imposter amazing. syndrome back there, back, uh, back oh, there. Oh, yeah, too. I
4: do. I have right there. Yeah. Oh, oh, my
1: God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen that. Will Listen. you? send us a picture of that after yeah. this maybe yeah i'd like to see it up close oh,
4: yeah sure yeah
0: and then just wow. as like a low-key thing she had the cult classic one next to her for the first interview hoping oh. that you guys could say something about it <laughs> oh, so i'm glad you guys finally said something about it because yeah, oh, every cool. single time she's like you think they're gonna notice it
4: <laughs> you think they're gonna say something now no. yeah.
0: Yeah. they're just cool. trying to take away from the question now
1: I'm yeah, like, like yeah. our Wi-Fi was just so bad the first time you guys were like this lovely pixelated mess. So I <laughs> like,
0: You're an even android. if you could have
1: had it like as your screensaver, we probably would have. Been, like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you guys need two more words. I uh, only need I'm one. gonna say growth, oh, growth? Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: I'm going to say surfy.
1: Surfy. You're making words up. And that's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I-, I like it. Surfy. Emo. By fun. <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: surfing emo fun. <laughs> i was gonna say like
1: gritty in a way. Like I feel like I don't know. There are parts like for I don't know. A lot of people probably won't even notice little tiny things like this. But when you listen to a record, like sometimes you know when you're when you're sliding your fingers on the strings or whatever, like in between notes. A producer can clip that out they can erase that so it yeah. just sounds almost like perfect like the, the guitar is being played by an invisible person you know what i mean and mm-hmm. you can cut any of that out like you can hear the slides yeah. and stuff and a lot of records don't have that so it's like little tiny things like that yeah. i think it's add just... like a gritty element yeah it's not it. it's not an overproduced album yeah, yeah. You know, there's not a lot of auto-tune there's not a lot of that's what, what like we, auto- wanted. Yeah, like we wanted
3: yeah we went in we didn't want to sound Justin Bieber
1: yeah <laughs> when you see us live it's gonna sound like the record that you're hearing in your car you know yeah. and I think yeah. that that's important to us at least that we can you know create the same thing live that we created in the studio mm-hmm.
5: okay.
1: until we go dream pop and with
2: v3 so yeah, yeah Until okay. we have, we, yeah. She, she said no <laughs>
4: <laughs> well unless you wanted to I bet you could do it but <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, so since live shows can't be played right now, are you guys planning on doing like a live stream or like here are some like doing walking around the studio doing stuff with us?
1: I I think that we we have been um, thinking of more unique ways to do something live that would be virtual but a little different than necessarily like a live stream. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how to like articulate it at this moment but yes we're going to do something some sort of way that people can hear this album in a live setting but i don't think it'll be your standard like in a venue sort of live type thing will oh. probably be weird i guess I yeah <laughs> well, maybe maybe next year we'll play a show
5: yeah
0: maybe next that. year
1: Yeah. Uh- we'll probably be like touring in australia before we can even play here it's like the rest of the world's gonna figure their shit out and we're still gonna be there. they've already done yeah
4: Australia's actually like wrapped up already they're they're good
1: that's what i'm saying it's yeah yeah uh, yeah, there's a band on our label called Waxflower, and they've they've been able to play a couple of live shows they're from australia and like it's been totally safe and fine i'm like must be could be us (laughs) i would play a show in a in a Horse stall right now. Like I would do it anywhere. Like literally. Oh my <laughs> god! Album release show.
0: Yeah. yeah a horse, a horse stall. Just
1: We're just gonna harmonic. play a, a Portageon.
0: Like <laughs> you guys can socially distance. <laughs> We're
1: gonna exactly. be- oh, oh, it's guys. gonna be great. I can promise you right now, I'll never complain about the like cleanliness of another venue ever again yeah. in my life. Like, <laughs> I mean, oh
0: man. Uh, keeping ahead. on the live live music. Uh, top three songs you're looking forward to playing off this record.
2: Cure, and liar, liar, liar. liar. Dingo. <laughs> ding, ding,
1: ding, ding, ding. I'm really excited to play background noise too live. Yeah. I also, and this is probably something that we won't do until we headline again. Like right now, we're kind of in a place where we would still like to be like supporting bigger bands and stuff. But if we ever got to do like a full hour-long full shebang, I would be excited to play the acoustic song, just because I feel like it'd be really sick for you guys to like come in for the end of it. We probably play. still do. Just pick up the acoustic, it would add really interesting Oh, yeah. Document. I mean, I'm always down. I just feel weird being like, all right, here's the one man show <laughs> for three minutes. Like, if, I, like, I mean, if you guys are <laughs> cool with it, like, <laughs> I could play,
2: like, the piano and violin stuff, like, with little soft. Oh, things. yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, my
1: <clears throat> Sean's like I'm gonna go no. to the back. triangle. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, I'm <laughs> <That's laughs> <a jump>, sorry. <laughs> Sean's like I'm gonna go
2: Come grab. Back. A, I'm gonna
1: go grab a Powerade. I'm gonna go pee real like fast. Crouchers. Y'all let me know when the song's over. <laughs> like crowd surf, might be during the just like. <that. laughs> oh, man. wonderful. All
4: right, uh, so we like to end interviews off with this question. Do you have any new projects in the works? You said you're writing already LP3 even though this isn't even out yet. I What can you tell us about <laughs> LP3
0: or anything else you're working on?
4: Or anything else you're working on? Yeah, uh
1: when will this come out? Can I ask that this interview?
0: Uh like right around the time of your album release, so within yeah. the next month or so.
1: Can we say we're doing a correct? Can we talk about that? Is that a secret? You're saying no? Okay. Not. Not we're, yeah. we're writing music and we, uh, there, we're, there are cool things in the work that, that we're not allowed to talk about yet. So, okay. Uh, okay. so we Take said that last time and now we were able to talk about this stuff we couldn't tell you the last time. So next mm-hmm. time we'll be able to talk about what you just asked us this time. Uh,
3: we had an idea of doing like an acoustic EP that's true. We Sometime may do that. early next year. But...
1: Oh, wait. Know, the...
3: sure. We just do it out there. Yeah, I mean, the,
1: the cool thing about like kind of where we're at right now is that <laughs> we're lucky that we live close to each other and we have all the equipment we need to record stuff ourselves. And we're still in a pandemic and we can't really go anywhere. So, I mean, our plan for the next several months is write new songs. And that might be acoustic stuff. It might be some singles. It might be an EP. Not sure yet, but we definitely are inspired and have the time to do it. So. So
0: I think right. that's our plan, yeah. yeah. So, I think it's wait. funny. Oh, no, no, you go, go and then I'll go.
1: <laughs> okay,
4: so you mentioned an acoustic EP. You said you're thinking about it. If you were to do it, would it be like acoustic versions of songs you already have out, or just brand new songs?
3: Maybe. I have no idea. Oh, no. <laughs> that's just an idea. <laughs> okay. We, we talked about doing a mix of
1: those. Both, you know? Yeah, we talked about like two old ones, two new ones, or something. We don't know. I
2: have yeah. no idea.
1: The, okay. Ideally,
2: for me, it would be one-off cult classic, like one-off imposter syndrome, and two yeah, um, new ones. Oh. Yeah.
4: Oh. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna do an acoustic. Cover Black figure. <laughs> <effect. laughs> yeah, here's
3: our acoustic, acoustic version of Black-
1: <laughs> Oh my god. of Black Figure.
0: And then I think it's funny that. Uh, when we ch- spoke last time, you guys were gearing up for the release of Sick as the New Sane, but we all knew it was going to yeah. be that, and then you yeah. guys wouldn't name drop it during the interview at all. Yeah. Like, we tried to ask so about the music video. We all knew what it was, and you were like, we yeah. can't actually say the name.
1: I, <laughs> I am just terrified of waking up from an email from our label, or manager, being like, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. so, all um, right. But- Okay. Up to me. I would tell you guys everything, but, you know, then I'm going to get in trouble. So. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. But we don't name so we're in the studio.
0: <laughs> <Right>. We're <laughs> working on things. Um, well, as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, we've got a new single dropping before the album comes out. Oh. Um, well, I guess this will be – we can say it'll be Background Noise. Background Noise is the next single, and we're going to – also do a video for it but we can't tell you about that yet <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay okay
0: at but, least you're uh, telling us that it's for background noise and not just a music video
1: yeah exactly um i guess just thank you to all of our fans and friends and family that are continuing to listen to our music during this weird time you know it's it's weird for us as a band and it's super weird for you guys as fans and so you know we're just endlessly grateful for the continued support through this hard time. So thank you for that.
0: Yeah. All right. wholesome way to end it <laughs> off. Uh, well, thank you awesome. for sitting down with us, guys. This has been Happy and uh, We're the Good Noise Podcast.